2: what's going on jay hiffle good evening motherfuckers and motherfuckers this is your host, Young Dolomite, for the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room once again. You know, this quarantine got motherfuckers on some bullshit, basically. Shit, everybody's self quarantined, and hopefully you motherfuckers are staying in the house like you should. You know, we didn't had a lot of people with a lot of this shit hit a lot closer to home than a lot of us thought it was gonna hit. So, you know. Motherfuckers got to get on their shit, man. Motherfuckers got to start taking this shit a whole lot more serious. Like, it ain't a fucking game on here, dawg. You know, so... That's that. That's the reason I'm not in the studio that I'm used to. You're not seeing the background that you're used to. A lot of the and drops and all of that shit that you used to hearing are not gonna be here, because a nigga recording at the motherfucking crib, dawg. I'm literally in the boom-boom room, boom. like... I got my shit behind me, you know, rest in peace to the legendary Bill Withers, one of my favorite musicians, honestly, like, I'm not gonna say he had, like, a big impact on my life as far as, like, you know, I ain't know him or nothing, but a whole lot of the music that he came with was, you know, it, it was good mood music, man, like, I suggest listening to Bill Withers when you're in a bad mood, like... You know, Grandma's Hands, use Me, of course, Lovely Day, which is one of my favorite songs. Ain't No Sunshine, you know, that, that motherfucker has some jams, dude, like, you know, so, in order to pay respects to Bill Withers, man, bump you some Bill Withers today. I got a little playlist going on in the background on YouTube, that shit went straight to Marvin Gaye, but it started out with Bill Withers, but, uh, you know, welcome to the 50th fucking episode episode 50. Been a long fucking run. I've been doing this shit more than a year. Shit is crazy. Like, it's a it's a good feeling. You know, 50, I wanted to dress a little better. I got, you know, some cool little shit on, but nigga should have wore a suit or some shit, you know, since it's a celebration. But anyway, you know, today's episode, you know, it hasn't been enough. Uh, it ain't been much happening in the news other than... Quarantine shit, different information, false information, misinformation on this whole coronavirus shit. So, you know, I can't really go super news with it. But as the 50th episode, I kind of want to basically, I was gonna do a freestyle, but now I'm just gonna give motherfuckers my keys to life, like the the basis of what too much game is all about, which is my personal philosophy. Um, I start out with key number one family first it's kind of self-explanatory really like family is the motherfuckers in your life that's gonna be with you no matter what and i understand that it's some dynamics you know some of your family members might be on some snake shit might be on some other shit you have family members that you don't fuck with and family members that don't fuck with you but at the same time those that do those that you know are for you those that have shown that they are for you those are the family members that you need to put first. Those are the motherfuckers you need to prioritize in your life. Like, I always believe in putting family first, especially the family that you raising, your wife and your kids. You know, if anybody follow me on social media or anything like that, y'all know I'm real big on my wife and kids. Like, that's literally who I live my life for. That's who I live and die behind. You know, so I always believe in putting family first. You know, and nobody before your kids. This especially goes to the single people. You know, like, you should never put no dick over your kids. You should never put no pussy over your kids. Like, your kids should always come first in your life. When it's just you and your kids, you always gotta make sure to take care of them because that's your legacy, that's your last name. You know, that's gonna who, who gonna carry on your gene pool. Like, you know, you always put your kids first in your life. You know, you always look out for your legacy. You know my next key is always think positive you know like i'm i'm a strong proponent of positive thinking you know like a lot of situations in your life could go one or two ways and a lot of times it's based on your mindset it's based on how you look at shit like the difference between millionaires and broke motherfuckers is how they look at shit like you know some people look at shit as a problem other motherfuckers look at shit as an opportunity you know, like it's mindset is one of the biggest things in your life as far as what happens to you, because, you know, I always say on here, it's not about what happens to you in your life. It's how you react to it and how you react to it is always based on how you look at shit. You know, your mindset, you could look at shit as damn, this is fucked up. I'm finna come out of this or damn, this is fucked up. What am I going to do? You know, and what am I going to do should always be something that's how am I going to solve it and not? Oh, why is this happening to me? Like I don't believe in feeling sorry for myself, you know, shit fucked up shit happens to literally everybody. You know, so when it comes to some fucked up shit happening to you, your mindset should always be on a solution. And positive thinking is always the first step to finding a solution to any problem. Um, The next key is stay healthy. You know, money can't buy health. You know, that's a a million things going on in life. Like, your health is paramount, especially in times like this. Like, right now, this shit is probably one of the most important keys out of all the motherfuckers, man. You know, stay healthy. Stay your ass in the house. Stay away from motherfuckers. Like, never compromise your health because all the money in the world can't buy health. You could ask Steve Jobs, that shit that motherfucker was a multi-billionaire and up and died. Like, you know, don't don't let some bullshit take you out. Like, you know, a lot of people done survived a lot of shit in our life, especially in the black community, especially a lot of us who've been raised in dangerous neighborhoods in high crime areas. Like, we survived a ghetto. Don't die because of a piece of chicken. You know, don't die because of some stupid shit, high blood pressure, diabetes, and all that shit, like, it ain't that difficult to eat healthy. It ain't that difficult to cut out soda. It ain't that difficult to, you know, walk around the block every now and then. You know, just keep active, you know. Keep keep your motherfucking mind healthy, your body healthy. Like, you know, drinking water ain't difficult. Drink some fucking water. Like, you know, that's the the, the next tip. Drink water, you know. If you ain't always got to drink some fucking liquor or some soda or some juice or... Whatever the fuck else, Capri Sun and shit, like, you know, try to find, find a way to at least drink, I don't know, a one liter of water, you know, start small, you ain't gotta start with a gallon of water like a lot of the health people do, like, you know, just start in moderation and work your way up, like, shit, me, I drink probably about, probably about a liter of water every day, you know, it ain't the greatest, but I also try to make sure to drink some fucking water Like that's something that I would always ask myself before I go to bed Like, damn, did I drink some water today? You know, because health is wealth Health is bigger than wealth Because all the wealth in the world without health ain't shit You are gonna be a dead rich motherfucker You know, so always take care of your health Stay learning You know, learning is always a, a super big thing to me A lot of motherfuckers ask me like, "Oh man, you seen the Tiger King? Or you seen this show? Or oh man, you been you been watching Insecure?" Man, I I be literally too busy learning. A lot of the reason I don't answer my phone sometimes is because I'm listening to podcasts or watching a documentary on YouTube or like I'm always trying to learn something, especially in the position that I am now. Especially with me having the Too Much Game podcast, like. You know, it's too much game for a reason. If I'm not learning, I'm not going to have no game. A big part of game is learning. You don't get game without learning. Like, you know, you always want to be learning. I'm, I'm constantly learning. You know, it's like they say, stay green and grow or get ripe and rot. You know, like, I'm always in a position of a student. Like, I'm always trying to figure out everything I can. I want to know as much as I can. I feel like it's stupid for a nigga to brag about some shit he don't know. Like, that's, like, one of my favorite things to hear, motherfucker. Oh, I don't know how to use no computer. I don't know how to do this shit. I don't know how to do this shit. Me, nigga, I'm always trying to learn some shit. I don't give a fuck what it is. You know, especially because I feel like the more you know, the more you could discuss with a motherfucker that you might be able to get something up out of. You know, like, you could be in a job interview, and it might not be going right. And you could see something that a motherfucker got on his desk and comment on that and build a relationship that could help you. You know, a lot of times it's a lot better for you to know more than to know less. You know, the more you know, especially with a nigga like me. Because, you know, I always tell motherfuckers, nigga, I ain't as dumb as I look. You know, I might not look like an intelligent motherfucker, but I'm self-educated. You know, you can listen to this show and tell I ain't no dumbass nigga. A lot of my fucking listeners surprise me on some real shit. Lawyers, motherfucking... Bankers and house uh what's called that shit, real estate agents and some more shit. There's a lot of intelligent motherfuckers that listen to this show. And I'm sure they don't listen to it because I'm a dumbass nigga. You know, like I always believe in learning as much as you can. Always staying learned in as much as you can. Know as much as you can about as much as you can. You know, it's also good to just know at least a little bit about a lot of shit. You ain't got to be the most intelligent motherfucker in one category. But you should also be trying to learn something about everything. Even if it's some shit that you feel is dumb, you never know when you'll need it. You know, like I used to watch uh, Jeopardy a lot with my grandma. Like, and 99% of Jeopardy is useless knowledge. But you'd be surprised when a lot of that shit will pop up. A lot of conversations you'll have with a lot of people. A lot of motherfuckers who you'll encounter in your life that can do something for you or you can network with you'd be surprised with some quote-unquote useless knowledge will do for you to spark up a conversation and break the ice with a motherfucker that could possibly turn into a situation that could be uh, beneficial for you you know like it's a trip when I'm trying to fucking uh gather my thoughts when I'm talking fast and shit like I'm a slow processor but um Again, you know, my next key is slow progress is still progress. You know, a lot of times motherfuckers is doing something in their life, you know, whether you rapping, podcasting, you you create art, even with a regular job. Like, you know, a lot of times something could feel like a dead end when the progress ain't as fast as you want it to be. But at the same time, progress is progress, whether it's slow or fast. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day some motherfuckers may progress faster than others and that's cool but as long as you making progress you in a good position you know a lot of people get discouraged because something ain't looking the way that it should like you know it's like when you gardening you know you might plant a seed and then you go a week later ain't shit two weeks later ain't shit and you know a lot of times motherfuckers get discouraged like man this shit ain't this shit ain't working But then you go back week three, week four, and you got a fucking tree in your backyard. Like, you know, you just got to keep on progressing. You just got to keep on moving forward. Like, you know, shit going to happen when it happens. It's going to happen in its time. But it damn sure ain't going to happen if you stop. You know, the worst thing you could do in life is fucking quitting. You know, so just keep on moving forward. You know, keep making progress in anything that you're doing. If you see progress, man, keep fucking pushing You know, uh, my next key is time is more valuable than money. It's kind of self-explanatory. Like, you know, you could win a million dollars on the lottery. You could get money anytime. You can get overtime at your job. You can do anything to get money. You can get millions and billions of fucking dollars. But you can't get a second back. Wasted time is way worse than wasted money because wasted money can always be recovered. Wasted time is just gone. You know, like you only got a limited amount of time on this planet. You can't use it on stupid shit. You know, like, you can't let motherfuckers waste your time. You can't be fucking with motherfuckers who you know are a waste of time or a waste of energy. You know, like, get, a, get away from motherfuckers that are time wasters. Get away from motherfuckers who don't spend their time correctly. Like, this whole fucking quarantine right here, this situation is a big lesson a lot of us should be learning on time. Like this is a, this is a situation where now that you have time to yourself time that don't belong to your company. This is going to be a big testament to how you spend your time. How much you value your time. Are you spending this time learning? Are you spending this time doing something constructive? Are you spending this time trying to make some money? Are you spending this time trying to get closer to your family or communicate with people? Are you spending this time doing something constructive? Or are you bullshitting? If you bullshitting, this shows that you don't have no value on your own time. You know, like, the, the the way you spend this time, this is something that you basically telling yourself. Like, you know, ask yourself what you did today. You know, did I clean up? Like, what did I do constructive? Was I fucking around? Did I spend my whole day watching TV and not doing shit? If that's how you're spending your day, that's what you're telling yourself, you know. My time ain't shit, basically. Like, you rather dedicate your fucking time to Netflix than uh, dedicating your time to bettering yourself? You know, again, you got to value your time. You know, money is cool and shit, but money come. Money come and money go. Like, you know, me and my homeboys, as far as the motherfuckers who I fuck with that make money, like, nigga, we gonna make that back. You know, like, I could spend my money how I want to because I know I'm gonna make it back. I know more money coming, but my time... I don't fuck time off. I don't I don't fucking waste time because I know I can't get that back. So a lot of times I tell niggas, man, I don't fuck with certain niggas because I can't get that fucking time back. My nigga, like my time is fucking priceless. So you know you got to look at how you fucking use your time, how you value your time, who you spend your time with, and what you spend your time on, what you spend your time doing. You know because that shows how valuable your time is to you. You know, and um, my next one is embrace every loss as a lesson. Also should be self-explanatory. Like, you know, no matter what happens to you, no matter what happens because of you, it's all a learning experience. You can learn from anything, especially failure, especially pain, especially loss. You know, something fucked up go down, you know, especially when it's your fault. You got to ask yourself what you did wrong. A lot of times you got to take accountability for what goes wrong in your life. You know, nine times out of ten, a lot of shit that go wrong in your life, you could trace your steps back and find out that it was something you did to make that shit go wrong. Even though a lot of people don't like to admit that shit be their fault. A lot of times your bad luck is on you. It's your fault. But, you know, oh man, if this wouldn't happen, if, if it wasn't for this nigga, if you wasn't fucking with that nigga, say that. Oh, if I wasn't around this nigga, say that. Don't say this nigga or this situation or this bitch or this thing or this happening. Because if you wouldn't put yourself in the position for that to happen, it wouldn't happen. And this is what I'm saying about embracing your losses as lessons. You know, once you can take accountability for what the fuck goes wrong, you can see what steps you took and not take those steps again. Maybe you shouldn't fuck with niggas like that then if that nigga's the reason that's happening. Maybe you shouldn't fuck with that nigga in particular or that bitch in particular or you shouldn't put yourself in that situation in particular. You know, it's a lot of shit that goes wrong in your life. And a lot of times that shit is on you, you know, and you got to look at the shit as a learning experience. You know, a lot of times motherfuckers take a bump on the head and just keep on going and bump their head on the same fucking shit because they don't look at it as a learning experience. They look at it as a freak fucking accident. And a lot of shit ain't freak fucking accidents. A lot of shit not as, um, like, it, it ain't as coincidental as you think. Like, you just think, oh, crazy. No, nigga, you did something wrong. Niggas don't just trip over their foot. You know, if you trip over your foot, you're like, all right, now I got to be more careful with the way that I place my steps. Whenever something fucked up happen, whenever you end up in a situation with a bitch-ass nigga or a sorry-ass woman or a fuck-ass friend or a fraud-ass family member... You got to look at you. Okay, so I must be a bad judge of character or I must ignore the red flag and move accordingly. Okay, for sure. Now I know I'm not fucking with shit like that. I'm not fucking with that nigga no more. I'm not fucking with niggas like that motherfucker no more. Because obviously when I fuck with people like that, this shit happens. You know, so you got to just embrace your losses as learning experiences as opposed to woe is me like never feel sorry for yourself. Um another one, you know, this is one that a lot of motherfuckers like when I tell them, you know, it is what it is. Don't trust nobody you can't hurt or kill. And it seems kind of self-explanatory. Like me personally, I don't trust you if I can't touch you. You know, this is this goes for a lot of shit. Telemarketers and shit like that, motherfuckers over the phone, you know, I'm not finna lend you no money. If I can't find a way to come back and get that, you know, I'm not going to give you nothing that belongs to me. If I can't come back and get that, I'm not going to trust you with something. If I can't come back and get that, you know, like it's, it, it's a big, you know, it's like the reason that companies ask for collateral. It's the reason whenever they give you a loan, they ask you for so much of your information because they don't trust you. You know, they got to have the means to be able to Come back and get at you You know whenever your ass Try to get a home loan Them niggas ask you for every fucking piece of information in your life When you go to buy a car Or any situation where you're getting a loan From an agency They want to get as much information on you as they can Just in case they got to come and get their shit back And this is how I move as a person You know if I'm trusting you with something Nigga I need to know where you stay Your mama stay Your baby mama stay I need to know where you hang out at I need to know who you really are just in case I got to come and bust your motherfucking head to the white meat. Nigga, I can't trust you if I ain't got no means to come and fuck you over to, you know, because that's a, a big thing. Like I learned this shit as a kid, nigga. Like you'll give the big kids your fucking Legos to play with or You'll let a big nigga ride your bike and you can't even whoop his ass. So now he dip off with your bike and now you just bikeless. I shouldn't have trusted this motherfucker, especially if I couldn't whoop his ass. Because if I could have whooped his ass, yeah, nigga take the bike. He take the bike, I go beat his ass and get my fucking bike back. But if I can't hurt him or kill him, now he got a bike and I'm just ass out. You know, so I don't believe in trusting motherfuckers who I can't hurt or kill. Um, You know, don't trust motherfuckers with nothing that you can't afford to lose. You know, and this is a big thing when it comes to lending money. You know, like you don't never lend what you can't afford to give away. Like I don't let a nigga borrow my lawnmower if I can't get another lawnmower or if I can't go to his house and get my fucking lawnmower back. I'm not going to let a nigga borrow my car or borrow my fucking DVD player or borrow a pair of shoes if I can't get that shit back, you know. And if it's a situation where I'm lending you something, I'm not going to lend you something that if you dip off with it, I can't just say, all right, fuck it, nigga, that just, was, that just was a little punk-ass piece of change. That shit ain't nothing. You know, it ain't nothing to lend a nigga a dub, you know, lend a nigga 50. It ain't shit, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it ain't nothing but 50 little bitch-ass dollars, my nigga. I'm going to get that 50 back a thousand times, you know, so I just don't believe in lending what I can't afford to give away because you'll lose friendships over that shit. Like, when you lend a nigga, say you lend a nigga a thousand dollars, And now your rent come up and you miss out on your rent because, oh, man, my bad. I thought I was going to have it. Oh, I thought I was going to get my my stimulus check from the government. I thought I was going to get my my coronavirus check and it didn't come through. I thought I was going to get my taxes and it didn't come through. Now you in a situation where you got to fuck him up or stop fucking with him over some money, you know, so don't lend what you can't afford to just say, fuck it. You know, cause me personally, a lot of times when I lend niggas money, nine times out of ten, it's I, I look at it as a gift, cause most niggas don't borrow money; they could afford to give back anyway. You know, and that's just wisdom from a real nigga that done been through a lot of real shit. You know, nine times out of ten, motherfuckers, Oh man, let me borrow uh fifty dollars till the third. You know damn well, nigga, if you had the if you was gonna have the money on the third, you wouldn't have to borrow it today. You know, a lot of motherfuckers that borrow money ain't got it. They can't pay it back. Nigga, me, literally, I'm always surprised when a nigga pay me some money back. You know, that's the reason I got that. I don't lend what I can't afford to give away. You know, the next key is advice is to be taken into consideration, not as actual instruction. You know, like, I always consider advice, but I never take advice as gospel. I tell people all the time when I give them advice, don't take my advice as gospel. Nigga, the fuck do I know? I don't live your life. You know, like I can't make decisions for you. I can't make moves for you. I can only tell you based on my own personal knowledge and my own personal experience. But my experiences ain't yours. You know, it's a lot of shit that I've been through that you ain't been through and vice versa. It's a lot of shit that you're going through that I ain't never been through. It's a lot of people that you're dealing with that I ain't never dealt with. So I could only give you advice based on what I think, not what I know of your situation. Even if you give me 100% of the information, that don't mean that I'm gonna give you the 100% correct thing to do. But, you know, you could take what I say into consideration. Like, you know what, that does make sense. I'll try that. Or, that was stupid as fuck. I'm gonna do it this way. You know, me, when it comes to I like to get four or five motherfuckers advice and then just go off of what my interpretation is of the four people and what they told me because you know some people got a, a a better thing to say about this than that so when i'm asking dude number one dude number four might have a good step number two and dude number one might have a good step number four and dude number two might have a good step number three and dude number three might have a good step number two So I get as much information on anything as I can when it comes to advice so I can make the right moves based on how I feel about the advice that I was giving. You know, and I know a lot of motherfuckers like to get offended when they offer you some advice and you go ask to it. Oh, my advice wasn't good enough. Like, yeah, it was good, motherfucker, but just in case his is better, I'm going to ask him. You know, doctors even tell you to get a second fucking opinion, my nigga, and they doctors. You know, like... You can get a second fucking opinion with any goddamn thing. Because, like I said, we'll always stay learning, my nigga. The more information you get in any situation, the better. You know, and never take advice from a motherfucker that's not where you want to be. You know, this is kind of... I, I wish it was common sense, but it's just more logical. Like, I don't know why people in relationships ask single motherfuckers for relationship advice. Like, a lot of shit just don't make sense to me. Like, it be niggas in the NBA. It be niggas who who got money. Niggas who balling, who ask they broke father for advice on what to do with their money. Like, you got to get your information from sources that are where you want to be as opposed to niggas that's behind you. You know, like, a lot of times in my life, a lot of what fucked me up and slowed me down in life was I didn't have a lot of niggas around me who I could ask for advice because a lot of niggas I leapfrogged them early and it was fucked up but it is what it is like you know I will always be like nigga how you gonna give me advice and bro how you gonna give me advice and you back there you know some niggas do be having again like with the second and third opinion shit like some niggas do have good information to give you but at the same time like nigga some niggas give you enough advice to end up where they are Some niggas could only give you advice based on their understanding. So you shouldn't be getting advice from a nigga who's understanding don't go to where you want to go to. If you don't understand motherfucking, you know, what I'm trying to do, like I'm trying to invest in real estate and you live in a fucking apartment, why am I talking to you? Like, why am I getting advice from a motherfucker who's not where I'm trying to be? Like, you got to try to seek out mentors who could give you The information according to where you want to be you should seek out niggas who are where you want to be If you want to be a motherfucking real estate agent nigga, you got to go find them little signs On them houses that got such and such I'm the selling agent call that number and get advice from them motherfuckers man like Find mentors who are in the field that you want to go into find mentors that are doing what you want to do instead of listening to your broke ass homeboy because You know, he saw a movie or some shit or he he seen a YouTube video like, you know, you got to find the information from the right motherfuckers or you'll get the wrong information from the wrong motherfuckers. Like always seek wise counsel from the wise. Um, Common sense ain't common. That's the next key. Self fucking explanatory. It just ain't. You know, a lot of motherfuckers move based on assuming people got common sense like you know you always hear people in a situation with another motherfucker shit go stupid and they like it's common sense why wouldn't he do that because common sense ain't fucking common a lot of motherfuckers ain't logical a lot of motherfuckers move based on emotion a lot of motherfuckers move based on misinformation a lot of motherfuckers move based on stupid shit they experienced or personal trauma or You know, PTSD and stupid shit like that. Like, a lot of motherfuckers don't move on logic. You know, so you can't just assume people are moving logically. A lot of motherfuckers ain't moving as logically as you move. A lot of motherfuckers ain't as smart as you are. A lot of motherfuckers is dummies, dog. So you just got to live according to that. You got to know that that's a big factor in life. A lot of motherfuckers ain't all the way there. You know, so move accordingly. Uh, Listen to understand not just to respond, a big part of communication. You know, a lot of people who all know me, I probably talk about on this show a lot. I'm a big proponent of effective communication. A lot of game is effective communication. A lot of people having game is effective communication. A huge part of effective communication, more than being able to display your ideas, is to understand. So when you listen to a motherfucker talk, listen to understand, not just to respond. Like, I hate when I'm having a conversation and I could tell that the motherfucker just waited for me to stop talking so they could talk back. That shit is fucking annoying. Like, you should never do that as a person. Like, when the motherfucker's talking to you, listen to everything they saying so you can more effectively respond to what they said. You know, a lot of motherfuckers just sit there and, hmm, hmm you know, and it's like, and then you respond with some bullshit. So now what you responded with sound like, like you a lot better listening to everything that a motherfucker says so you can more effectively respond. And a lot of times more effectively learn. You know, a motherfucker might really be trying to kick some real life game to you. A motherfucker be giving you some life changing information. But since you so busy trying to respond to what the fuck they said, you missed the whole fucking point. You know, a lot of times, like I say, I say this shit a lot, nigga. You can learn from a baby. You can learn from anybody. You could learn from anything if you're willing to listen and learn. Like, niggas be too busy trying to display how much they know as opposed to just learning. Like me, you know, motherfuckers who know me know. Like, as much as I talk on this show, like I got podcasts and all that shit, I'll I be listening. I'm more the type of nigga to not say shit. I come in the room, hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? And then I shut the fuck up. You know, I just sit there and listen. You know, because I want to learn. I like to hear what niggas is talking about. I like to hear what niggas is on. I like to understand what the fuck going on. So when it's time for me to talk, I got all the information so I don't sound like I'm full of shit. Or I don't sound like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because we've all been in conversations where we talk to a motherfucker... And we could tell they didn't hear shit we said because they respond with the same thing we just got done telling them. Because they wasn't fucking listening. They were just waiting for us to stop talking. So you should never be that person. When you're in a conversation with a motherfucker, literally listen to everything that they say so you can understand what the fuck they're talking about. So you can learn what the fuck they possibly trying to teach you. So you can learn what they not trying to teach you. So you can hear what they not saying. So you know what they are saying by not saying some shit. You know, because when you listen to understand shit, it could be some shit they leave out that you know, oh, okay, you think I'm a stupid motherfucker. That's why you left that little part out because you think you're trying to get over on me. You know, so listening is paramount in conversation. Loyalty is a privilege, not a right. You know, you don't deserve loyalty. You know, I I, I talk about loyalty kind of a lot you know a lot of motherfuckers ain't loyal we always oh these niggas ain't loyal motherfuckers ain't loyal a lot of times man we just be expecting motherfuckers to be loyal sometimes we because we loyal people sometimes because we think that you know they should be loyal based on who they are or the history that we have with them but a lot of motherfuckers they don't owe you no loyalty dog like a lot of motherfuckers ain't loyal people by definition like me I feel like I'm loyal to a fuck and a lot of times that be why I stop fucking with certain people as loyal as I am it's the difference between loyalty and being fucking stupid you know and a lot of times loyalty you riding that line a lot of us are trying to be loyal to motherfuckers who disrespecting us a lot of us are being loyal to motherfuckers who leeching off us a lot of motherfuckers are being loyal to motherfuckers that look at us as a fucking sucker. You know, a lot of motherfuckers look at your loyalty as stupidity. Like, you feel like you being loyal. You feel like you being down. You feel like you being a fucking rider. But to them, they like, yeah, man, I got this dumbass bitch. she do anything for me. Man, this bitch would jump off a motherfucking bridge if I talk this bitch too. This is how they talking when you ain't around. But then when they talk to you, man, you a rider, man. You the only person in my corner. But when you not around, they talking shit about you. Like, yeah, this stupid-ass nigga, man, let me call this nigga and ask his ass for a hundo. I know he got it. I know he gonna give it to me. Like, you know, you got motherfuckers in your life that see your loyalty as sucker shit. They see you as a fucking idiot. You know, so you gotta maneuver and realize who the people in your life are that reciprocate your loyalty or are looking at you as a, you the fucking clown. You know, like, a lot of times you can look at, okay... When you ask me for something, I jump, I, I go do it like that. But when you ask, or you know, when you ask me, I'm running. But when it's time for me to ask you, you ignore me, or you don't answer your phone, or you ain't got it, or you know, oh man, I, I wish I could help you, bro. Like, you know, you gotta look at situations like that. Like, you gotta really ask yourself, who are my friends? Like, who am I being loyal to? Am I being loyal? Or am I being a fucking sucker? Am I being a fucking doormat? You know, and when it comes to motherfuckers being loyal to you, you gotta ask yourself, is this motherfucker loyal to me? Or is this motherfucker gonna stab me in my back? You know, because a lot of motherfuckers are only as loyal as your use to them. Once you are no longer useful, they're no longer loyal. Like, is this nigga loyal to me because he really loyal to me and he damn... Or is he loyal to me because he know that if he needs something, I'm going to take care of him? Or is he loyal to me because he know that no matter what, I'm going to be down with him? A lot of motherfuckers is loyal until shit go funky with you. A lot of motherfuckers is no longer loyal when you go broke. They not loyal when you lose your job. Like, that's when you realize a lot of times who people are, when shit goes foul, you know, so... When it comes to loyalty, man, it's a a slippery slope. It's a, a very thin line between loyalty and sucker shit. You know, so you gotta analyze a lot of situations that go on with you and people who you consider friends, family, and loved ones when it comes to loyalty. You know, some motherfuckers is only loyal to your usefulness. And you gotta realize that and you gotta move accordingly. And when it comes to you being loyal to people, you gotta see if it's being reciprocated are you being loyal to a motherfucker or are you being a sucker for a motherfucker? You know, and the, the next key, you know, for my street motherfuckers and even for my square motherfuckers, keep your dirt to yourself. You know, a lot of times you'll get away with a lot of shit if you just shut the fuck up. You know, in the street, you know, stop snitching, no snitching. You know, I move in silence. You know, I am I move by myself. Niggas be saying that shit, did or they'll go brag to their friends about some shit they did. Or, you know, tell they homie, you know, niggas be pillow talking. Oh yeah, you know, I just got done doing blah blah blah. And you know, such and such, I just did this shit, I just did this shit. Man, you'll get away with a lot when you just shut the fuck up. You know, if you ever watch first 48, you know that, that show will teach you a lot, man. Shut the fuck up. A lot of motherfuckers end up in prison because they don't know how to shut the fuck up. You know, the, the value of shutting the fuck up is priceless you know I, I put a big emphasis on shutting the fuck up you know um co-defending code ain't nothing but a snitch you know This is another tip for my street niggas when i came up with this shit, this is back when i was you know doing some things like i don't like to do shit with nobody no matter what it be whether it's some corporate dirt some street dirt just some bullshit that I don't want nobody to know about, I'm not taking nobody with me. Because a lot of times when motherfuckers get put in a pinch, you you already know how I go. Hey man, if you give us a name, we'll cut your time in half. Or if you tell us who, who you was with, you know, we'll let you go early. Or, you know, motherfuckers will snitch on your motherfucking ass, man. Like, motherfuckers done been snitched on by their brother. Motherfuckers been snitched on by their mama. Motherfuckers been snitched on by their closest friend, motherfucker, sandbox homeboy and all that shit. You know, when a when motherfucker's put in a position where it's you or me, a lot of motherfuckers gonna choose they self every time. You know, so you can't just be, you know, putting your trust in niggas. Like, it's cool to trust your homie and, oh, man, me and this nigga been down for all these years and that's my bro. Nigga, your bro will throw your ass under the bus, my nigga. Because a lot of times when you get in that little interrogation room, nigga, they they like to play mind games on you. They're gonna be like, man, I, I see you just had a beautiful baby daughter. Oh, you 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 just got married. Oh man, you know, I, I I seen your your girl, she was just in here, you know, she's beautiful. You wanna throw all the all that away for that nigga in there who probably committed the murder? And they gonna be like, man fuck that nigga it was Jermaine man I gotta go home man I got a baby I gotta you know they they gonna be looking at their life as much more valuable than your ass so you better off just doing anything that you do by yourself because niggas will throw your ass under the bus like and I just don't believe in those types of variables like I don't even want to be put in a position where my life is in another nigga hands and I'm sitting in that little ass room handcuffed up hoping my homie keep it solid I'd rather just not deal with that I'd rather you know just live according to my own personal destiny you know next key nobody greater than me period and that's any motherfucking body this should be your mantra ain't nobody nobody is better than me you might be a better basketball player than me but I'm better than you at something you know i'm I'm if if all I'm better than you at is being me. You ain't fucking better than me. Like, I, I just walk around like that. My confidence is in the fact that nobody is better than me. Period. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're taller than me, make more money than me, uh, you run faster and jump higher than me, you're not better than me. Like, it's, it's just so fucking explanatory. Like, that's just something that you should tell yourself when you wake up in the morning. Nobody is greater than me. Like, you know, Muhammad Ali would always say, I'm the greatest. It's just an a, a, a affirmation that you should say to yourself. I'm the fucking greatest. No matter what it is. I don't give a fuck if I'm the greatest fucking ping pong player or the greatest motherfucking chainsaw juggler. Like, nobody's greater than me. And I just walk around like that. I make my own plays. This goes to, you know, like I said, with the doing dirt by yourself. You never wanna put yourself in a position where you being spoon fed by another motherfucker. You don't never wanna be in a position where you need a motherfucker to give you permission for something. Or you need a motherfucker to make a move for you. Like, oh, I can't go here because such and such ain't with me. Or I can't do this because such and such ain't with me. Like right now, I'm doing the podcast from the Boom Boom Room. You know, this is Townhouse Media forever this is a townhouse media podcast but at the same time i could do this shit without the studio like you know i'm loyal to my nigga ben ready because ben ready is loyal to me we have proven to each other that we are loyal to each other so you know this i'm I'm loyal to townhouse media but at the same time i can do this podcast without permission i could do this podcast without the studio like, I, I make my own moves, and I promote everybody doing it like that. Like, you should always be putting yourself in positions where you can make your own moves. Like, I talked about a couple episodes ago when, you know, the, the Rony reset. When you're sitting here at home and you realizing, damn, my job really got me sitting here. I'm really in a fucked up position. You should be thinking about how you could put yourself in a position to where if this happens again, you won't be fucked up. A lot of motherfuckers is getting a, a rude awakening in these times that they're not essential. You know, so now that you're realizing you're not essential, you got to find a way to make yourself essential. Even if your employer don't consider you to be essential, you have to make yourself an essential. Whether or not that shit is your job. Like you got to figure out a way to turn some revenue in times like this. Because, you know, times like this is where legends are made. Times like this, it's make or break for a lot of people. A lot of motherfuckers gonna be in fucked up positions because of this time. You know, like, I commend my Wheezy, my nigga. Like, she in there right now doing homework to uh, do real estate. You know, she's making herself essential. She putting herself in a position to where she can make her own moves. You know, like... I'm a, I'm a big proponent of being able to do shit on your own, my nigga. Like, the guy Nipsey Hussle, nigga, fuck the middleman. Like, they always made their own fucking moves. Like, nigga, you know, autonomous business, nigga. We are the assembly line. We do all that shit. You know, you got to move like that. You got to think like that. If Nipsey Hussle taught you anything, make your own place. Um, Go where you celebrate it, not where you tolerate it. You know, you should never be in situations where the person that you're fucking with is only fucking with you just because of some man eh. you know, I hate that shit. I hate when I could tell that the motherfucker who I'm fucking with is only fucking with me because they have to or because we work at the same job or because I got the money or I'm taking care of them or some shit like that. Like, you know, with dudes fucking with females you could tell when a bitch is only fucking with you because you got money or she only fucking with you because she know you're willing to look out and vice versa. You know, women, you shouldn't be dealing with a nigga who you feel is using you. You know, you know, if if you wasn't paying his rent or buying them Jordans, he wouldn't even be fucking with you. Like, you should fuck with the person who like you more than fucking with the person who you like. Fucking with the person you like is expensive. Fucking with the person who like you is profitable so you know go where you celebrate and not tolerate it be a leader and if you got to be a follower follow the right leader you know everybody's not born to be a leader everybody not a lion some motherfuckers you know they better off as a follower everybody ain't Michael Jordan somebody got to be Dennis Rodman but if you got to be Dennis Rodman play your role to the best of your ability you know, follow the motherfucker who's going where you want to go. Don't follow a motherfucker who's going to destruction. You know, don't follow a motherfucker who look like they don't know where the fuck they going. Follow a motherfucker who seemed like they got their head on their shoulders. Follow a motherfucker who seemed like they got direction. Follow a motherfucker with a plan. Don't follow a motherfucker that's just as lost as you. You know, and if that's the case, you might have to become a leader. You might have to walk by yourself for a minute until you can find that person who's headed in the right direction. You know, like, you can't just follow any motherfucking body. A lot of leaders are made by realizing that there's nobody to follow. You know, so keep that shit in mind. Like, you know, a lot of us weren't born leaders. A lot of us are made leaders. I feel like that was me. I don't think I was born a leader. I was made a leader. I was put in positions where I had to become a leader. You know, so that's life. You know, a lot of times it it ain't what you want, it's what is. You know, like I always say, we don't live in the should world, we live in the is world. So you gotta move according to what is. You know, think before you do anything, you know. And this goes to planning, you know. He who fails to plan, plans to fail. You know you should always plan out anything you do or at least have an outline at least have a goal at least have an aim okay when i do this this is what i expect to happen this is what i want to happen like a lot of times when i would watch like fail videos or any videos or any situation i would analyze something that happened and my number one question is always what the fuck did he think was gonna happen like Whenever you go into a situation, that should be your, your, your thought process with anything that you do. Like, what is gonna come of this? What is gonna happen? What is the effect that I'm causing with this situation that I'm putting into effect? Like, do I plan on making some money from this? Do I plan on getting a relationship from this? Do I plan on this shit becoming beneficial? Or am I just doing some bullshit just to be doing some bullshit? If you can't answer why I am doing this, then maybe you shouldn't do that shit. Um, it's better to regret what you did than what you didn't do. Self-explanatory. You know, when, when you sit in a situation where you like, should I do it? You know, like they always say, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. You know, sometimes you just gotta jump out the fucking window on certain shit. Not no stupid shit, But just say you want to start a business and you're afraid to start a business because business is expensive and business is scary. You know, if you're waiting for the right time to do anything, you'll be waiting forever. The right time don't always come. The perfect time don't fucking exist. You know, a lot of times the best time to start some shit is before you get ready. You know, so you can learn on the job. You can learn from experience. Experience is the best teacher in the world. You know, failure ain't the end of the world. So you better off trying and failing a couple times than never trying at all, because a lot of times when you haven't tried something, you'll regret that shit a lot more. It'll weigh a lot heavier on your mind than if you'd have at least tried the shit, failed, and at least been able to say that you did it. Um, the reward should always. You know, a lot of times motherfuckers rob liquor stores. And I would always be like, that's stupid as fuck. Like, you risking getting life for like $300? You always got to look at shit like that. Like, when you getting ready to do some shit, especially some bullshit, especially some shit with some negative consequences, look at how this could go right and compare it to how this could go wrong. If it could go way more wrong than right, Maybe you should back out. You know, if you're going to rob a bank and you know the bank only got 60 bands, how, how long is 60 bands really going to last you? Realistically, you know, six months, some niggas two or three months. But if you catch a charge from robbing a bank, you're going to get minimum 10 fucking years. So don't risk 10 years of prison for possibly at most a year worth of money you know like you got to look at the risk and reward in any situation like even beyond street shit like nigga is am, am i finna throw away 18 years of my life for a nut am i gonna catch a fucking std that i'm gonna have forever for a nut you know, or am I going to go outside to catch the fucking coronavirus because I wanted to party? Like, nigga, you, you can't let the risk outweigh the, outweigh the reward in any situation. You know, um, everything that's good to you ain't good for you. You know, it's a lot of shit that feels good. It's a lot of shit that is enjoyable, but that don't mean it's good for you. Nigga, I could eat ice cream all motherfucking day. But that's not good for me It's a gang of shit that I could do But it's not good for me You know I could go out in the world Fuck with a gang of bitches It might feel good But it's not good for me It's gonna fuck my relationship up Like a lot of times You gotta look at what you got to lose And realize that it's a lot better to keep What you got Than to chase some shit That you don't got And lose what you got You know A lot of times It's shit that you doing You know like a lot of foods we eat you eating bullshit because it tastes good, but you know it's fucking you up. Like, you doing a bunch of shit in your life that's toxic. You fucking with people that you have... Every time I'm with this nigga, we had the best time in the world. But it's costing me money. My woman hate this nigga. Like, I, I went to jail last time me and this nigga was together. Like, you know, it feels good to kick it with, you know, your toxic friends or your toxic boyfriend or, you know, you fucking with the bitch. You know, y'all niggas know how I talk about dusty pussy all the time. you fucking with the bitch with the bomb, dusty pussy. She got some flight, but that bitch is a loser. Like, you know, it, the, the coochie good, but the bitch a loser. She costing you money. You know, she putting you in a position where you might get shot fucking with this bitch. Like, you know, it's, it's not always good to, to chase the cheap thrill. You know, so avoid situations like that. Everybody ain't your fucking friend. I talk about this a lot on my fucking show. Like, I'm not finna go super deep into that. If you listen to the show, y'all niggas already know the breakdown on that. Everybody ain't your fucking friend. Appreciate effort, not words. A lot of people gonna say a lot of shit to you. A lot of motherfuckers in your life gon' Oh man, I love you, you my day one, you my partner, you my homie. And if they not showing you that, it's bullshit. You know, any words not backed up by effort is a fucking lie. Motherfuckers tell you they love you. If they not showing you they love you, they don't love you. They lying. You know, a lot of motherfuckers tell you they your friends. But if they not showing you friendship, if they not doing shit to show you that they your friend, they not your friend. You know, this is something that I'm going to teach my kids about relationships. You know, I'm a, especially my daughter, Brownie. Like, if a nigga's telling you he like you and he want to be with you and all this shit. If he not proving it, he bullshitting, never believe nobody's fucking words. Always believe motherfucker's action. If you not showing me, fuck what you talking about. You know, I tell niggas all the time, you know, I'm from California, but I just say, I'm from the show me state, nigga. If you can't show me, don't say shit to me. Because I don't believe in words, I believe in effort. Unconditional love only comes from your parents. This is a big one. You know, a lot of motherfuckers love you. A lot of motherfuckers going to be in love with you. A lot of motherfuckers going to have a lot of love for you. But the only love that is unconditional, like no matter what they going to love you, is your fucking parents. The love that you have for your kids. That's the unconditional love. Shit, a lot of motherfuckers in your family. That's the only unconditional No matter what you do, they going to love you. You know. A lot of times, motherfuckers move a certain way because they think that the person that they in love with or the person that they feel is in love with them is going to love them forever. And a lot of times, that ain't the fucking case. You know, so this is the reason that my first key was family first. You know, because I feel like the motherfuckers in my family is the motherfuckers who love me the most and vice versa. Like, you know, I love my wife and kids more than anything. I love my wife and kids more than anybody. I'll put them over anybody, you know, so I, I I move like that, like, nigga, you know, my mom, like, nigga, I love my mom more than anything, like, you know, I tell motherfuckers, nigga, everybody who I die for is tattooed on me, like, you know, and if you know me personally, you know what tattoos I got, you know, my son, my wife, you know, I got my daughter on my arm, I got a long sleeve on, I got my mom tattooed on my chest, like, nigga, the motherfuckers who I love know it because I show it. You know, like I said in the key before this one, nigga, effort, not words. Everybody who I got love for know it because I've shown them on multiple occasions. You know, like, and this is how you should move. This is how motherfuckers should speak about you when you not around. Everybody who I got love for know it because I show them. You know, you always should be bigger on making moves than saying shit. A lot of times I don't even say shit a lot. Like, I wasn't even raised like that. Like, my mom didn't tell me I love you a lot growing up but i never questioned my mom's love for me because she always showed me she always put me above anybody else so i i've always known my mom loved me because she's always shown me that's the reason i'm not a big word person i'm an action person because growing up my mom always showed me action and she always told me whatever a motherfucker tell you if they can't show you is you know so I don't believe when niggas tell me they love me. I don't believe shit if you not showing the motherfucking action on that shit. You know, like, um never take a first impression as who a person is. It's a facade. Motherfuckers got good representatives. Motherfuckers is good at saying some shit when they meet you and showing some different shit. You know, like, I tell niggas a lot, like, first impressions run out. Women too, especially women. When it comes to dating, oh, he's such a great guy. He's so nice and all of this shit. And I'm like, let him fuck a couple times. Then you'll see who he really is. You know, after he get tired of the pussy, we're going to see if he's still calling you every day or he's still trying to show effort and still trying to kick it with you. After a nigga fuck, he be a whole different person. And this is with anything, like I tell niggas all the time, I don't call niggas my friend until we go through something. Because it's easy to be my friend when everything is going good. It's easy to be my friend when we spending money buying bottles, smoking blunts, kicking it with bitches and having fun. Are you still going to be my friend when that judge or when that motherfucking prosecutor asks you, um, tell on Anthony, we'll cut that 20 years down to five. You still going to be my friend then? You know, like... First impressions ain't shit to me. Like nigga, friendship or who a person is, is shown over time. Like, you know, I, I don't believe in what I see in the first impression of a person. I always wait till some fucked up shit happen and that's when I judge you. Um, Just because somebody is nice to you don't mean they like you. This is something that I also learned throughout life. A lot of motherfuckers gonna be nice to you. Like um, I, I told people a lot when it come to racism a lot of white people that be real nice to you, hey Jamal, hey man, buddy, yeah man, and you drinking, same motherfucker voted for Trump and call you a nigger behind your back. Everybody that's nice to you don't like you. A lot of women know this shit. Girl, boo, sister, girl, all oh, that, oh there, yeah, this my bitch, this my whole, oh. And then you leave, I don't even like that stupid ass bitch. I don't know why that bitch keep coming around, lace front fucked up. Dusty ass bitch. Yeah, girl, you know, them ain't, you know, like, talk shit right after you shake. You ain't even all the way out of their sight and they already talking shit. Just because somebody is nice to you don't mean they like you. Like, you know, I learned that shit a lot growing up. Like, I remember in junior high school, nigga, me and my homeboys, we'll walk home from school and one nigga is absent, we talking big shit about this nigga, right? He come back, all kicking it. Three days later, another nigga absent. We talking big shit about the nigga. And then I was thinking like two, three years later, like, damn. When I was absent, they was probably talking big shit about me. But we all nice to each other. But when niggas ain't around, talking big shit about each other. You know, so it's like, nigga, everybody that's nice don't like you. You know, and that goes to... If a motherfucker will talk shit about somebody else to you, they'll talk shit about you to somebody else. Like, you know, it's a gang of motherfuckers that'll sit there and y'all be chilling, and they sitting here dirt-dogging the nigga who y'all be kicking it with. Trust me. When you leave, they doing the same shit. They talking slimy about your motherfucking ass to somebody else. You know, so you got to watch shit like that. Like, you can't trust motherfuckers like that. If a motherfucker sit there and throw slime all over your name when you ain't around or throw slime on another nigga name when they not around. But when they around, they nice. Because like I tell motherfuckers all the time and you know, again, motherfuckers who know me personally know nigga. I say the same slimy ass shit to you as I'll say about you. I talk way worse to niggas than I talk about niggas. Niggas who know me know like nigga, you know, it is what it is. I don't believe in saying nothing about a nigga That I wouldn't say to that nigga You know, and the next key is The best place to hide a lie Is between two true statements Self-explanatory You know, a lot of times When a person has the, the reputation for telling the truth You'll believe a lot of shit they say Because their reputation is telling the truth Even though they might slide a lie in every now and then you'll be a lot less likely to look for the lie because of all the truth that they told, you know, and this could be taken one or two ways. This key is kind of interchangeable. You know, you could use this in your own personal life. You know, if you are the type of motherfucker that might want to slide a lie in on somebody ass nigga, you're going to have to sprinkle some truth in with that shit to make a lie more believable, whether that be with your boss and you know, hitting that nigga with <clears throat> I gotta get Friday off and getting sick or anything, nigga. If your boss know you full of shit and you do a bunch of fucking lying, he don't know you fucking lying. But if you've been nothing but the picture of dependability, he'll be more re- re- uh he be more receptive to your lie. You know, so I just believe in telling the truth all the fucking time. So if you gotta lie, niggas gonna believe because you always telling the motherfucking truth. you know, um, find your passion, follow it, and monetize it. You know, most of the keys that I started out with was was very open-ended, like anybody could use them. You know, this one is more to the entrepreneurs of the world. You know, like the people who make their money on their own merit, like, You know, if if you a person who does music or podcasts and clothing line, you draw or some shit, this is for y'all. Like, you know, niggas who got a passion, man, follow that shit. Do something that's going to make you some motherfucking money. Like, I got homeboys who could draw, homeboys who got all types of talent, but they just do this shit on the weekends, or they just do this shit just to be doing it. Like, man, make some money off that shit. And this is something that I tell a lot of people about just human nature. We're not all meant to be entrepreneurs. Some motherfuckers just meant to be followers. Some motherfuckers just meant to be employees. You got a million dollars worth of talent and you scared to get a million dollars off it. Because some people just ain't built like that. But me, just from who I am and what I do, I'm always going to give niggas the advice to chase your fucking dream if you got one. You know, try to monetize your talent if you got one. I tell niggas a lot, like, I wish I had a talent like that. Like, nigga, my talent is talking this shit, honestly. Like, I'm not a good rapper and all of that shit. Like, I know my limits. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not. You know, so I'm trying to monetize my ability to sit here and talk this shit. That's why I got a podcast. Because I'm like, nigga, I got to try to find a way to sell this motherfucking game that I'm good at giving. Motherfuckers been asking me for advice for years. So now I got a whole motherfucking show where I'm trying to make money off giving the advice that I've been offering motherfuckers for ever, my whole damn near adult life, probably a big part of junior high and high school. Like, it is what it is, niggas. too much game. It ain't for free though, like, that's the reason it's too much game and not free game. It's free because y'all don't got to pay for it, but I plan to make some money from it. You know, so that's what that is. Um, if you do something well never do it for free shout out to Heath Ledger the Joker and the the Dark Knight or whatever the fuck that movie was you do something well never do it for free that's the reason I'm doing this shit because I feel like I do this shit well and I no longer want to do it for free a lot of times niggas ask me over advice I literally tell them listen to the goddamn show nigga you whatever you need it's on the show. Go back through the episodes. You ain't got to ask me shit. Or wait till I start recording. Come on Facebook Live and ask me while I'm recording. So everybody can get this motherfucking game. Because I do it well. I no longer want to do it for free. Um, people want to see you win. Until it means they lose. You know, this goes back to shit that I said about friendship. Shit that I said about loyalty. A lot of niggas is loyal to you. Until it means they gotta take a loss A lot of niggas is loyal to you Until it's gonna cost them some money A lot of niggas will fuck with you Until it fucks them up You know, you gotta look at shit like that Like, you know A lot of the situations that go on in people's life Go funky Because they don't realize that niggas was only fucking with them Until it was time for them to take a loss behind them like a lot of motherfuckers not going to put you over them A lot of motherfuckers not loyal to you over them A lot of motherfuckers ain't going to put you over a lot of shit So you should always put yourself in a position To where you can control your own destiny Never put your destiny in the hands of another motherfucker Because they always going to choose they self over you um, Find something you enjoy and do that shit as much as possible You know, if you're not living, you surviving If you enjoy art, create as much art as you can If you enjoy music, listen to as much music as you can. Even, you know, this ain't my shit, but if you enjoy your friends, man, enjoy your friends as much as you can. You only got a limited amount of time on this motherfucker. You know, so spend as much time doing what you love as you can. You know, because you never know when you'll go. So, you know, try to spend some time doing what you enjoy doing. Like, you know, self-explanatory, especially when I said you know for some of you niggas y'all can monetize that that's another reason i say to do that shit as much as possible if you rap 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 every motherfucking day nigga you should be rapping as much as you fucking can you know practice makes perfect a lot of motherfuckers when you practice and doing some shit that you love you'll get good and you'll be able to monetize that shit so do what you love as much as possible um, love is to be shown, not just told. I already went over that shit. I don't even know why I put that motherfucker again. I think when I was writing these motherfuckers, I just, throughout life, sometimes I'll just, something will happen to me or I'll go through something and I'll just write these motherfuckers down. So a lot of these shits, they not in order of importance or none of that shit. they literally in importance uh, or in order of when it came to me. You know, appreciate people while you have them tomorrow not guaranteed, self-explanatory, you know, rest in peace to Bill Withers, who's going on behind me, like, you know, we're not going to have motherfuckers forever, so the people who you love, people who you like, people who you want to be around, get around their motherfucking ass, you know, spend as much time with people as you can, you know, tell people that you love them, you know, if you love your mom, tell her, you know, if you love your mom, show her, call her, you know like i i always have the thought like damn i don't talk to my mom enough even though i talk to my mom relatively a lot but it's like shit i could i could call my mom more i could talk to my mom more like you know i love my mom dearly you know it's a lot of motherfuckers in my life who i love dearly like and i try to make as much time as i can to talk to them you know like me and my little cousin little mike we talk all the fucking time like Lil' Mike is my favorite cousin. Like, he's one of my favorite relatives. Like, I talk a lot to my sister, you know, a a lot of my family members. I believe in, you know, staying in contact with the motherfucker so you love the most because you're not going to have him forever. The worst thing in the world when a motherfucker pass away is to think, man, I I was going to call that motherfucker. I kept telling myself to call that motherfucker. Man, we should have kicked it more. A lot of the people who cry the hardest at funerals, Are the people with the most regret about what happened to the person in the casket? You know, so keep that shit in mind, man. You're not gonna have motherfuckers forever. Um, Never take any threat lightly. The weakest motherfucker in the world could pull a trigger. Little kids could pull triggers. You know, so any motherfucker tell you anything in in the the vein of a threat, don't take that shit lightly. Like. You know, and this is low-key some street shit, but again, it could be applied with anything. Nigga, I don't play with threats. My nigga, don't never threaten me because I take all threats seriously because you never know. You know, oh, man, he a bitch, man. Don't even worry about that nigga. A bitch-ass nigga shoot you before a nigga who's brave because a nigga who's brave will fight you. A bitch nigga shoot you. You know, so whenever a motherfucker threatens me, I take that shit with the utmost seriousness. Like I tell niggas, man, don't tell me you're going to do something to me because you're going to put me in a position where you're forcing my hand. And now I got to move accordingly because I'm not finna move like you're not going to do nothing. I'm gonna move like what you said was the fucking gospel. And you're going to be putting yourself in a position with a nigga like me who don't play like that. Like, you know, and this is for people in G- people who make threats don't make a threat. You can't back up because you might be making a threat to somebody on some oh i was just mad type shit and they take that shit serious don't tell a nigga you gonna kill him if you don't plan on killing him don't tell a nigga you gonna whoop his ass if you don't plan on whooping his ass don't tell a don't tell a bitch i gonna leave bitch i'll move out all right nigga you gonna leave and you gonna come back and your shit gonna be on the porch you know threats ain't to be taken lightly threats ain't to be giving out lightly don't pull a gun unless you plan on using it that was one of the first things my stepdad told me and i was like nine you know like i don't believe in empty threats i don't believe in making them and i don't believe in accepting them you know no threat is to be taken or given lightly um you can choose your crime but you can't choose the punishment you know a lot of shit that we do in life we not thinking about the consequences until they come to us and that's not a good fucking thing You know, a lot of times we just moving on how we feel Moving on what we think feels good and shit like that Like, you can't move like that all the time You know, you might rob a bank and all you thinking about is money And you don't realize it's 50 years on the end of that money You know, you might have your little motherfucker that you fucking with One of your homeboys or one of your little bitches or one of your little niggas or something And, you know, to you it's just a good time, a nut or some shit like that and the consequences are dire. You got a side bitch, nigga. Now you divorce and on child support, giving up half your money, and your whole life fucked up for 15 minutes with some pussy. You know, like you can choose what you do. You could push a nigga in the club, and now he pistol whip you. Like you, you can never judge the reaction of another person. You can never judge the reaction to your action. You know, you can choose what you do but you can't choose how people react. You might call a nigga a bitch and then he shoots you. It's fucked up that you got shot, but you put him in the position to now the ball is in his court. If you'd never called him a bitch, you'd never got shot. So you got to move like that. Like I tell niggas all the time, I could tell a nigga who ain't never been punched in the face by how he talk. Niggas who talk real reckless, man, nigga you must have never got punched in your motherfucking mouth before. Cause me, I've been punched in my motherfucking mouth before. So I talk accordingly. I don't talk to niggas crazy because I can't judge how niggas gonna react. I can't say how a nigga gonna react. I can't say what's a right or wrong way to react. Some niggas, you call them a bitch, they laugh it off, call you one back. Other niggas, you call them a bitch and they'll literally shoot you. You know, like, you can't always choose the consequences of your actions. So, you should always choose your actions wisely because consequences ain't always something that you could predict. You know, um, that one I already went over. If they talk shit about you, just go.
3: Overstock's red tag sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, stay big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Or
2: right, If they talk shit about others to you, you know, we already went over that one always be careful around people you've done wrong even though um you know you don't think they know or you think they forgave you nigga a lot of motherfuckers could hide pain very well you know so you thinking oh she ain't tripping she over it that ain't always the case dog you know you might feel like you know something that you did wasn't that big you know this goes back to you can choose the crime but you can't choose the consequence Just cause you think you got away with something Don't mean you did You know like think about all these mafia movies And shit Where the dude is just moving around Shaking you know going and doing shit And the feds been watching them for four years Just cause you don't think the feds is watching Don't mean the feds ain't watching Just cause you think you getting away with something Don't mean you getting away with it Like this has happened to me a lot in my life Nigga I thought I was getting away with a lot of shit Whole time I'm being watched Like You know you got to Put, not put yourself in these situations where you're being watched. Not put yourself in situations where you're doing stupid shit and you won't have nothing to worry about, you know. People going to make their mistakes, you know. Don't get me wrong, like, ain't nobody perfect, nigga. As much as I could tell you, this shit don't mean that a motherfucker going to do it, but, you know, you just can't trust it. When you're doing fucked up shit, you got to be careful around the motherfucker you doing some fucked up shit too. They might know everything you're doing. They might see everything you're doing. Including the police, you know, because this shit, when I came up with this, man, I was, you know, back in my doing little fuck shit days, nigga. And you don't realize the police is watching you till they knock on your door. Like, damn, y'all been watching me this motherfucking long. Like, that shit happened to one of my homeboys. Like, nigga, he got his dough kicked in because the police have been watching him for a multitude of years. You know, he was doing his thing, thought he was the slickest nigga in the world. Didn't know they was building a case. And this goes with work as well. You done got rolled up once. And you just moving around doing the same shit you got rolled up for. You just trying to do a slicker. Not knowing your job is just waiting to fire your ass. They was just waiting for the right opportunity. You know, so you got to be careful when you're doing your bullshit. You know. Every Everything in the dark ain't as in the dark as you think it is. Sometimes it's a light on it that you can't see. Um... Know the difference between price and value. Um, You know, it's the same as knowing wealth and a bunch of money. You know, just because something is expensive don't mean it's valuable. Just because something costs you a lot don't mean it has a lot of value. You know, some shit is just expensive bullshit. And you got to know the difference. You know, you got to know the difference between shit that matters and shit that you just think matters. Shit you need and shit you just want. You gotta know the difference between what's good for you, and what's just good to you. You know, we talked about that shit. Like, you know, you gotta fucking, you gotta see the the value and shit. A lot of times, like, say you get a Lamborghini. A Lamborghini is a very expensive car. But only thing you can do in the motherfucker is race. You can't take that motherfucker to the grocery store. You know, you can't put your kids in the back seat. Very expensive. But not exactly valuable, you know, you bought the motherfucker for $750,000, you turn around and try to sell it, you only get $400,000. That's not value, that's just expensive, you know, so just know the difference in shit like that, like, it's a big difference between price and value. It's a big difference between a person's price and a person's value. She might be fine as a motherfucker, but if she don't like you, she ain't worth shit to you, she's worthless, men as well you know women dealing with a nigga he makes you feel good sexually and all that type of shit but he married he got a girlfriend you know or he just ain't shit nigga in general like you know feels good good to you but ain't good for you it's kind of the same concept um anybody who say they won't sell out just ain't heard the right price yet that was something i learned in high school You know, a a lot of motherfuckers change over money. A lot of motherfuckers change when they put in a situation where there's great risk involved. And this goes to, you know, with the whole situation with loyalty, friends snitching on you, friends turning on you, friends doing bullshit, people in general doing bullshit. When it's cash or risk involved, man, motherfuckers change. You know, like you think the motherfucker you fucking with is solid? And it's just because they not they haven't been put in a position to where they had to show how solid they was. You know, it's easy to be your friend when everything is going fly, but when shit get fucked up, you realize some people price ain't even that hard. Some people sell you out just for the sake of selling you out. They just sell you out because the opportunity presented itself. You know, so you got to watch out for shit like that. You got to watch out for situations like that. You can't deal with people too closely to where they get put in a position to even have the ability to sell you out. You know, like, I don't deal with niggas to the degree that they can make a decision that'll crumble my whole house of cards. You know, so you just don't let people get put in positions where price will fuck you up. Because you know what you'll do, but you can't predict what another motherfucker do. Nigga, no matter how smart you are, people will still try to play you like you stupid. Self-explanatory, you know. And a lot of times, me, I believe in moving and looking like I'm not as smart as I am. Just to see motherfuckers try that. So I can maneuver around that stupid ass shit, you know. And a lot of times, you can't even take it as uh, an insult. Because people only gonna do what you allow them to get away with. So just don't allow people to get away with no stupid-ass shit. People try to get under your skin because they not comfortable in their own. You know, a lot of motherfuckers move around life like you'll see in a celebrity's comments. The type of motherfuckers that like to say troll shit just for attention. They like to say troll shit just to get blocked. They'll brag, oh, Beyonce blocked me on Twitter. Like people get off on that shit And you can't allow them to Like you know I, I, I always Believe in remaining cool I also I always believe In just being a cool motherfucker Like I don't let niggas get me out of my Element because I swear that's like a lot Of niggas goal in life Is to get up under your fucking skin Nigga like the best Revenge is to ignore a motherfucker. <laughs> At least to the best of your ability. You know, a nigga slap in your face, slap the fuck out of him, knock his ass out, do what you gotta do. But at the same time, nobody's words should be able to pierce your armor. Nobody should be able to get you out of your cool. Nobody should be able to get you out of your element. Because people get off on that shit. Like people feel accomplished when you block them. People feel accomplished when you go off. When they get you, oh nigga, you man. Like you could tell. When your anger rises, theirs drops. When your smile go away, theirs get bigger. So you can't let sucker motherfuckers get up under your skin. Avoid that shit at all costs. Um, don't judge people for their mistakes. Some motherfuckers got good intentions, but they just don't do it right. Like you know, sometimes a motherfucker make a mistake. They had the 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 best of intent, but you know it. it, it You know, and this is something that that I've learned a lot. This is a a lesson that I've had to learn the hard way a lot when it comes to forgiving. I'm I'm not a big forgiving person. I don't forgive a lot. And it's not a good thing. Like, you know, I'm not saying that shit like in a bragging way. Like, a lot of motherfuckers make mistakes, and I hold grudges. I'm bad at that shit. I cut motherfuckers off, like... A lot of times I believe in the cutoff. You know, I say it a lot on this show. Like, nigga, don't let nobody do no sucker shit. Like, I got a very low tolerance for sucker shit. But at the same time, some shit ain't even sucker shit. And I've taken a lot of shit as sucker shit. Just because a nigga don't move how I move or think how I think or got the means that I got, that don't mean that they had bad intentions when they did something that they did. Like, you know, a motherfucker borrow some money and they can't pay you back. A lot of times, that's the reason that I came up with the key not to lend what you can't afford to give away. Because just because a motherfucker can't afford to pay me back don't mean they didn't plan to pay me back. Don't mean they didn't want to pay me back. They might have had the all intentions to pay me back. They just didn't have the means. And that's forgivable. Like, I got family members who owe me a whole lot of money, and I ain't never going to ask them for it. Because my love for them is bigger than that small amount of money. You know, so... I always try my best to judge intentions more than what happened when the mistake got made because some people got good intentions when they make mistakes and you got to look at that shit a lot of times like, you know, don't throw away something good because of something bad or because of something that you misunderstood. Stay classy. Respect for yourself commands respect. You know, I always believe in staying classy. I always believe in carrying myself a certain way. I always believe in carrying myself with class. You know, the, um, that episode, uh, I think it was Price versus Prestige, when I talked about your brand, I don't associate myself with certain people. I don't associate myself with certain shit because I carry myself a certain way. I look at myself a certain way. I have respect for myself. If you don't respect yourself, motherfuckers ain't going to respect you. So I carry myself with the utmost respect because I have the most respect for myself. You know, I demand the respect from other motherfuckers. Like I tell people a lot when it comes to being done wrong, being treated a certain way or being spoke to a certain way. What the fuck made that nigga that comfortable to talk to you like that? Because a nigga ain't got to see me slap the shit out of a nigga to think that I'm the type of nigga that'll slap the shit out of a nigga because I talk, walk, and act, and move like the type of nigga that'll slap the shit out of a nigga. And it's more than just slapping the shit out of a nigga. I just don't carry myself like the type of nigga you just finna to talk to any type of way. I don't talk to other niggas any type of way that I wouldn't want a motherfucker to talk to me. I speak to motherfuckers with respect because I expect for them to speak with me with respect. And if they don't speak to me with respect, I move accordingly. You know, like, you just gotta move like that. Like, have respect for your fucking self. You know, your self-respect, a lot of time, is predicated on what you accept. If you're willing to accept a nigga disrespecting you or accept a bitch disrespecting you, then you don't have respect enough for yourself to move accordingly. Whether that be just walking away, not fucking with that person, or slapping the shit out that motherfucker. Like, you gotta have respect for your fucking self. More than anything, you know, I tell motherfuckers a lot of times the people don't respect you because they don't respect they self. Because if since I respect myself, I respect other people in order to receive respect in return, you know, kind of self-explanatory on some real shit. But stay on your shit. You know, there's somebody looking up to you, whether you know it or not. Like, you know, it's a lot of motherfuckers that you don't even know is. you don't even know like, you know, like I, I learned a lot in my life that there was motherfuckers looking up to me. I never looked at myself as the type of person that's looked up to by anybody. But some people are it like, yeah, nigga, I see the way you do this and the way you do that and the way this and that. And I'm like, damn, I really got to stay on my shit because I do got motherfuckers who look up to me. I got motherfuckers who look to me for advice. I got motherfuckers who look to me as an example. So, I gotta move like that. Like, I got kids. You know, I gotta be an example for my kids. You know, I gotta be the head of my household. I gotta be the man of my house. Like, if I'm on some sucker shit, dude sees his daddy as a sucker and he might follow in the footsteps of sucker shit. I can't have that. Just like my cousin, little Mike, and my little partners and shit who I fuck with. My little nigga, Keandre, and shit. Like, it's niggas who look at me a certain way. So, I gotta carry myself a certain way because motherfuckers. Look to me as an example, you know, and this is people in general, like you might think that you ain't nobody, but you got like a little cousin, little brother, a younger family member or a nigga at your job, a motherfucker who live near you, who looks up to you, you know, so carry yourself in that way. Carry yourself as a motherfucker of respect because there's somebody who's looking up to you. You should always try to be a good role model just in life, period. Um, dependence on people and disappointment go hand in hand, you know, again, back to making your own moves, back to not putting yourself in a position where another motherfucker has your life in their hands or another motherfucker controls your destiny, nigga, like, the more you depend on people, the more uh, position you putting yourself in to be disappointed by people. People are disappoint you a lot because they're always their own number one responsibility, They're always their own star player. Motherfuckers ain't always thinking about you. If you need a ride and they need to go somewhere, trust me, they thinking about where they need to go. Yeah, there's people that's going to be like, oh, no, I got to take Jermaine to the store. So I can't do this. But other motherfuckers, Jermaine got to go to the store, but I got to go here. Fuck Jermaine. You know, so you always got to be in a position where you depending on your damn self, you have to be independent because when you dependent on motherfuckers man they'll disappoint you nine fucking times out of ten and that's people and entities your fucking job you dependent on your job look at right now a lot of niggas dependent on their job now they sitting their ass at home wondering how they gonna pay their fucking rent you know so always try to be as independent as possible the gratification from doing some sucker shit It's just as the fake shit, or just as fake as the shit you did to get it. You know, like, I don't believe in sucker shit. I don't believe in selling out. I don't believe in throwing your homies under the bus to get shit. Because the results of doing sucker shit is just as sucker as the shit you did to get the shit. Like, I've had situations where motherfuckers have offered me Some money or a situation To leave niggas who I was fucking with Who had been loyal to me You know I just don't believe in that Because you leaving a situation of niggas who loyal to you To fuck with some niggas who ain't loyal to you And shit go foul and they dump your ass out The niggas who was loyal to you Would have been straight with you If you would have just built up the niggas you was around And y'all all all got that shit together Y'all all be up here But you fucking with the niggas that's already up here They done pulled you up Now they decided that you wasn't what they wanted And they cut you off Now you down here Now you done lost these niggas And you lost them niggas Now you all on your own You know like this one I might be able to do a whole fucking show about this shit Like because I looked at a lot of situations Societally And as far as like Pop culture examples Of sucker shit And the results of sucker shit Steve Harvey comes to mind, you know, like to use Steve Harvey as an example of this suck ass shit. You know, Steve Harvey, lifelong sucker. Like he he's been doing sucker shit a lot for the last few years, you know, with the whole um, I forgot the bitch that was cooking and had the little slave shit at her house, taking a picture with Trump, telling Monique she shouldn't have integrity like all this sucker shit he did. Right now, look at his ass. The black community not fucking with them And CBS not fucking with them You did all that shit to kiss CBS ass Now they got Kelly Clarkson Doing your show And you on your ass Like don't do sucker shit Fuck with those who fuck with you You know It might be a little less money involved It might be a little slower money involved But you'll always win When you fucking with those who fuck with you Cause doing sucker shit Just like snitches your bitch ass snitched so you can get some time off, nigga. Now you in prison scared of everybody running from everybody and you ain't got no backup because you rolled on your niggas. Now your bitch ass sitting somewhere hoping don't nobody kill your stupid ass. You know, always avoid sucker shit. You know, the, the results of sucker shit is always more sucker shit. Um, never chase nothing. You to catch. I did a whole episode about not chasing. Y'all gonna have to go back to that one. Like, nigga, I don't believe in chasing nothing. You know, I say it on this motherfucking show all the time. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Because when you get better, you ain't got to go chase bitches. Bitches chase you. Bitches come. When you on your shit, when you carry yourself a certain way, you don't got to chase a nigga. You ain't got to chase a bitch. They'll come get you. It'll take the minimum of pickup lines when you the attractive motherfucker when you're the attraction and i'm not saying attractive in the form of aesthetics and looking cute you know if you ugly as a motherfucker but you dress nice you smell good you speak well you got a good sense of humor you got a good head on your shoulders you got conversation you'll be able to get what you want like so you know just always be on your shit you ain't got to chase nothing you always look like a goofy when you chasing shit so don't chase nothing Failure is a myth. Failure is is only a part of success. Failure is never the be-all end-all of anything. Like failure is just part of the process. We all fail. We all fuck up. We all fall on our ass. You know, I did the episode, I think it was my last episode, everybody poops. Everybody fails. You don't lose until you fucking quit. That's when you fuck up. Failure ain't shit. I've had failed businesses. I I, I kept on going. I've had shit go wrong. I kept on going. You know, it ain't about how many times you fall, it's how many times you get up. You don't lose until you don't get up. Once you quit, that's when you fuck up. You're a failure when you quit. But everybody fails. Every successful person has failed. Every failure has quit. You're not called a failure until you quit. Believe in yourself. Sometimes you got to answer your own prayers. You know, sorry to my religious people, you know, if, if that's what gets you through the day, then pray, you know, have fun with that shit. But I just believe in me. You know, even when I was a man of faith, even when I was in church, I always told motherfuckers, man, I'm just meeting God halfway. You know, you could pray all motherfucking day for a job, but if you don't fill out a fucking application, you ain't going to get the motherfucker. Like, you know, faith without works is dead. So always remember the works because that's your job. You know, your faith, everybody was given a measure of faith And if you believe in that shit, you should know what the fuck I'm talking about You know, you move on faith, but you always gotta do the works You should be doing a whole lot more of them works Because the faith is there, you know, so Believe in yourself Avoid stress at all costs That shit caused cancer And stress never solved fucking problems Like, nor has complaining or worrying So fuck stress I know right now it's trying times, you know, everything is uncertain, it's crazy right now. Like we got this goddamn ronnie going on and motherfuckers getting sick, motherfuckers dying, motherfuckers losing their job, the stock market crashing. Shit is fucking crazy. But at the end of the day, what the fuck is stress going to solve? What is stress going to do? What is worry going to do? What is complaining going to do? Not a goddamn thing. It ain't gonna stop the Roni from happening. It ain't gonna stop you from losing your job. It ain't gonna bring your job back. It ain't gonna do shit. So don't stress. Find something to occupy your time. Find something to occupy your mind. You know, burn Palo Santo, burn Sage. Listen to some smooth ass music. George Benson, motherfucking Bill Withers. Like, find the motherfuckers who you love and get around them, have conversations. You know, watch a documentary, read a book, read the Bible, pray. Uh, read the Quran. Whatever you into, do that shit. But fuck stress, cause stress will kill your motherfucking ass. So avoid that shit. Uh, wrongdoing is to be forgiven, not forgotten. You know, I believe in forgiving. I forgive a lot of people. You know, like I said, uh, at one point in my life, it was not good at forgiving, but. I've learned to forgive. I've forgiven a lot of shit. I've forgiven a lot of shit that a lot of niggas wouldn't forgive. But at the same time, I ain't forgot. I don't forget a goddamn thing. You know, and this is... It's good to forgive people. You know, it's good for shit to be watered under the bridge. You know, it's a weight off your own shoulders. It's a burden off your own back. But at the same time, nigga, like, history will repeat itself so don't let a motherfucker slip and slide and redo this shit because now it's disrespectful you know so forgive but don't forget you know like that. oh forgive and forget eh, I will forgive but I ain't forgetting a goddamn thing but um that's about all I wrote I got some more but you know maybe episode 100 i have some more to bring back for y'all but uh I'm gonna drop the mic on that shit you know. This has been your host, young Dolomite, Mike, for the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the boom boom room. Been ready is where been ready at, you know, doing been ready things. Uh if you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town E House Media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. Seriously none of the podcasts. 9 p.m. Friday nights. Being ready and a to the motherfucking C. Um, Talk Flirty Tuesdays, the Talk Flirty Podcast with uh, Just Nikki, Uh, 6 p.m. Tuesdays, I don't know if I said that part, but fuck it, if I said it, it is what it is, Wednesday evenings at 5 p.m., the No Rules Podcast, Mark and Will getting their shit in, Uh, the Cat vs. Dog Podcast, live at 3 p.m. on Sundays, me and Chelsea Perry, CJ, the motherfucking celebrity, and, of course, the Too Much Game podcast, live is 5. If you hear, here, you already know. Um, you know, shout-out to uh, the QChat podcast, you know. She had me on there last week. We had a real good conversation. Y'all go check out the Q Chat podcast. But uh, other than that, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too Much Game.